Welcome to From Zero to One, the business podcast where we hope to take you from zero to one. I'm your host, Jason Lee, and the question today comes from Kendall Seaver of Avon High School. Kendall asks, what is the best advice you could give to a stock novice? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this question to TJ Miller. And TJ, what is the best advice you could give to a stock novice? I would say that anybody who is interested in starting trading stocks or investing long-term in companies should first understand a little bit of the stock market through paper trading. The best way to do this is to download Thinkorswim, which is a free application on your computer made by TD Ameritrade. Um, and there are some other paper trading platforms out there. And what you can do with this program is you are given a set amount of fake money and you can invest that as if it were actual money and watch that move so instead of just going all in right off the bat and say taking a thousand dollars and trying to grow it to two thousand that's often an unrealistic expectation what you should be doing is you should be taking fake money an amount that's similar to what you will actually be trading with when you start and trying to grow that and only after you're successful with that and develop some consistency you should make the switch to real trading So you should practice scalping on that, which is holding trades for a few seconds or minutes. Day trading, which is holding for like five minutes to an hour. Um, Swing trading, which is holding for multiple days. Um, And some people do long-term investing. So what I would recommend is try the different styles, find out what works best for you, and then develop that through that paper trading account through repetition. So some people aren't able to think quickly on their feet And it's better to learn that through practicing scalping than through doing it with actual money. Some people are really great at swing trading. And what they should do is they should hone in on that specific trading style with fake money. And once they've proved that that they have strong risk management and that they can grow that account, only then should they make the switch to real trading. Yeah, I, I agree with the idea of paper trading, and I want to I want to add on to that. I think when you paper trade or when you begin to paper trade, one of the things that you should do is pretend as if the money that you're you're trading with is your is your real hard earned money. Uh, if you pretend that it is real money that you've actually acquired, then you'll be more emotionally invested in what uh, you are doing with your money. You know, if you just think that uh, it's a fake. It's a fake simulation, and you're you're gonna just see where it goes, and hopefully you can make money. You're not gonna go anywhere with your with your stock portfolio. Uh, those who actually take the time to journal and write down what they're doing and learn as they're paper trading are the ones who actually succeed. Whereas the ones who just invest carelessly and uh, scalp are the ones uh, and scalp without any prior knowledge are the ones that oftentimes fail. Tyler, what are your thoughts on paper trading? Paper trading is a great option for people wanting to learn how to trade. It's what I'm currently doing right now to get the feel for how the market moves from a given day and how it moves during different time periods of the day. Because throughout the day, not everything will stay the same and it continues to go up and down, up and down. You could be up $30 one minute and down $50 the next minute just because of news that comes out or just how people are trading the stock. So paper trading is a great way to do it. Uh, to learn how to trade and everything and I like what you said also with pretending it's your money because if you pretend like it's fake money you won't be as into it but if you pretend like it's your real money and you're trying to grow your portfolio you'll get more into it and be more focused on what you need to do also I suggest doing research on different companies and different spectrums of businesses because one day technology might go way up and the next day technology might be the worst thing to buy 
So just because of different news that comes out. So learning how to do research on companies and knowing what to look for in a given day will help you go far in life. I agree with that. And I think one of the things that most people don't realize is you gain more knowledge when you lose than when you win. And that might sound counterintuitive, right? How could you how could you learn more when you lose than when you win? Well, when you lose, you actually you actually learn, you know, what not to do in the future. If you take a trade carelessly and you're like, "Oh, might as well put all my money in," and you lose it all, well, now you know that's not a good idea in the future. Whereas if you put all your money in and you make, you know, a really good amount of money uh, off a careless trade. You're going to do that again and again in the future, and most likely, you're actually going to lose all your money. Um, TJ, I know you like to journal at night regarding your trades. Could you go into you know the process of that and how it helps you? Yeah, so going off what you just said too, um, and tying this back to journaling, is a lot of the best traders think of their losses as paying tuition to the market. So just like you pay to go to school, think about when you lose from a trade, that's actually you paying to learn a lesson. You're learning, hey, my entry was bad. I need to buy closer to this moving average or closer to VWAP. Or, hey, my exit was bad. I need to scale out and take profits. You don't learn that just from watching a chart move. You learn it from being in a position, judging your entries and your exit, which is often done through journaling. So what you want to do after a trading day is write down the trades that you took, um, the things that I document are the ticker symbol, whether I bought calls or puts, the time that I entered and the date that I entered, as well as the time and date of my exit. Then it's important to write down why you entered. So if I am seeing something that I like and it has a lot of momentum, what I want to do is avoid chasing that stock. So just because I see it going up, I'm not going to pour a bunch of money in hopes that it goes up more because you want to avoid hope when you're trading. You want to have a system that is based on logic and reason and if A happens, then I'll put in B. If it goes up by 3%, then I think it's appropriate for me to invest this contract size or for me to put in this dollar amount. So when you're journaling your trades, it ensures that you're going to avoid chasing or making rash decisions. It helps you stay away from gambling instead of uh, investing and trading. Um, So when you journal, just really reflect on your entries, your exits, why you took the trade and what you learned from the trade, and you can benefit from that. I think the biggest aspect of that is why you enter the trade. You know, most people will lose money because they're either getting too, you know, fearful or they're getting FOMO, which is fear of missing out, and they want to hop on the train of of a moving stock that's going up and the next second it crashes. Whereas, you know, other people who get too greedy end up making a lot of money and then they lose it the next second and they give it back to the market. So if you're able to write down why you entered and why you exited exited at the price you did, you'll be able to realize that hey, maybe fear is playing a role in my trade right now. Or hey, maybe greed is playing a role in my trade right now and that's why I'm gonna end up, and that's why I ended up losing money. So I think journaling is a very important role in trading and I think it'll ultimately help you grow not just as a trader, but as a person. Um, TJ, do you, do you by any chance journal as a person and does that help you as well? Yeah, so journaling as a person is great because you can write down, you know, Hey, I woke up at this time. Hey, I did this. Hey, I had a bad day. And that you could you kind of correlate that to your trading results. So you might see, hey, when I have days, you might notice trends like, hey, when I have days that I wake up at seven instead of eight and I have a good breakfast instead of no breakfast, I average an extra $10 on my profit or loss that day or an extra 5% that day. And so when you're noting what's happening in your personal life, 
and tying that to your trading, you can start to notice trends that could reinforce those positive habits. Everybody knows that it's good to get a lot of sleep. It's good to have physical activity and everything and drink water. But if you can actually see the results that those habits have on your trading, that's when they're going to make a difference to you and when you're more likely to go through with those habits and start building on them. So journaling, you know, what's going on in your personal life, how you're sleeping, how you're eating, if you're exer- if you're exercising enough, um, and then correlating that with your trading journal or your profit and loss statement can bring up a lot of surprising things to newer traders. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Tyler, go ahead. I totally agree with that. Just journaling throughout the day. I kind of treat my stocks and journaling kind of like Bible study. Because when I'm doing a Bible study, I will take notes over each section that I'm reading, each certain verses I'll write down. And that's kind of how I look at stocks, too. Because if you're not journaling and going back and looking at what you did that day and how you can improve upon it, then you won't get anywhere further with your stocks. Tyler, what do you think about the importance of psychology in trading? How, how big of a role do you think it plays? Psychology plays a huge role because if you're not in the right mindset for trading, like if you lose, say you lose like $100 on a trade and you get a really bad attitude, then you're going to keep going down, down, and down. But if you look at a loss like that and go, okay, how can I change so I don't have this happen again and keep the positive outlook on knowing that this is going to help you instead of ruin you, then you will go farther and do better in the future as long as you keep a stable and positive attitude instead of looking as at a red day as a bad thing instead of a positive. I agree. I think, you know, if you look at your financial losses as losses rather than uh, personal growth or a knowledge growth and knowledge, then that's when you'll actually end up, you know, chasing chasing the market in order to make your money back. Whereas you should, you know, just cut off the cut off all your trades for the day, take a break, record how your day went and what you think you did wrong and then improve it the next day or the next couple days uh, and take time in order to actually get back into the market. Um, Do you guys have anything else to add? Yeah, I just want to say that, you know, that's an important concept for a lot of new traders is, you know, they start the morning off and they're trading the open around 930 and they may take a trade where they lose $20 on and they're upset about that or maybe they lose $50. And what they do is instead of thinking clearly, their first thought is, I want to make that $20 back or that $50 back or whatever it is, and they revenge trade, like you mentioned. They think that if they put a lot of money into the next position, they deserve for it to go up and make their money back. And the fact is that the market owes you nothing. A lot of new traders fail because they trade based on their emotions, not on logic. So the psychology is really big, especially for those new traders because they think that the market owes them something. They think that if they just had a losing trade, well, there's a 50-50 chance the next one will be a winning trade. And that's not how it works at all. It's about playing the probabilities and managing your risk and not thinking that you owe it You owe it to yourself for a stock to go up. That's key for those new traders. I agree. You're working for the stock market, and the stock market is not working for you. The stock market is working against you. You, other traders want to make money and the only way they're going to do that is if they take it from you so you want to make sure that your psychology trading is the best out of every other person that is putting their money into xyz stock if yours is the best and you're able to control your fear your greed and whatever else may be influencing your your emotional impact on your trading 
then that's when you'll be able to succeed. And with that being said, that concludes our episode of From Zero to One. 